Ever wonder what it's really like working at a summer camp? Does that camp magic fade when you know what's going on behind the scenes? Or does it stay that magical place forever? Let's dive in and take a look at what it's like being a camp counselor. This is Confessions of a Camp Counselor. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Confessions of a Camp Counselor. Today, we will hear from a free-spirited woman who loves the outdoors and has passion for working with children and youth. Today, let's hear from Jessie Govin. My first question um, is, why did you choose to be a camp counselor? Well, honestly, I grew up at a, like a horse camp, and I'd always gone to that camp, and I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. And then, because I grew up there, I was like, naturally, I want to like work there. And that was only like two years, and then I found like Flathead Lutheran Bible Camp, and it was through like my campus ministry. And I was like, yeah, I want to like go work in the mountains, and like I know I love kids. And I just think the idea of like being able to be a kid while helping kids, you know, through their day, whether that be like, you know, them meeting new friends or like doing an activity they've never done before, while also just like making it so fun is just like the fact that I'm like a, like a 20 something year old and I can still act like a kid. Like that's probably the greatest part of the whole entire thing. (laughs) And I'm sure you can relate to that a hundred percent. Yeah, so you went to a horse camp as a child. Did you work there as well? Yeah, so I was, my first year was when I was in third grade, and then I went up until I was 17, and then that week of my last week of camp, they transitioned me into, like, a junior counselor, so I was, like, training with them and, like, seeing the the behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, camp, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is, this is how the magic happened. Um, but then I was, I was only there for like two years as a staff, um, because then I went off to college, but yeah, that was like a huge part of my life. How did the horse camp compare to like Flathead? Like what were some of the differences? I definitely think, well, okay. When I pulled up to Flathead Lutheran Bible Camp, it was like, I don't know if you've seen the parent trap, but like, you know, the camp that they have there, Mm -hmm. like how it just looks so fun and like, just so glorified. Like that's what I thought of camp because like Flathead, because I was like, oh my gosh, this place is incredible because circle our ranch that's the camp that i grew up at it honestly like you could tell it's been loved a lot and then like a lot of campers have been through there and it just kind of was like a rundown camp but like because i grew up there it had like a special little place in my heart um but yeah i would say in terms of like differences definitely like the facilities were incredibly different still in both places like the kids loved the heck out of the place whether or not it was like you know a really nice dining hall or not, how much space we had to do activities. Kids were just excited to be at camp and clearly like I was the same way because like I wanted to come back every year and what I wanted to work there every year too. How did your experience going from camper to counselor change um, how you viewed camp? I was kind of like, like I said, like this is how the magic happens. Like I just never thought about, you know, like how meals work or how transitions between like activities work and kind of, oh, the staff goes in while like the kids are going to play games like the staff are going inside to meet about what the next thing is and I always just thought it like effortlessly happened as a camper I was just like okay yeah like now we're playing a big field game like here we go it's like no like they had to plan that this morning and like they had to kind of go through all these little steps to like ensure that it was going to work that day or like if they wanted to change something up like it's it was just like a very huge transition and like figuring out why they do certain things 
it was very eye-opening. I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Was your horse camp religious or was it secular? Yeah, no, it was just secular. No, but like my director, he would always kind of, he had a Christian background. So like when the parents would come on the last day, there was like a little horse show and he'd always be like praying over the kids, kind of like, just like a very general, like God, we're blessing the camp, like all this kind of stuff, but it was never like how flathead Lutheran Bible camp is at all. How do you think that religion changed the nature of like going to camp? Um, did it change anything? Yeah, I think it definitely did. I know like I talked to a lot of staff on Flathead about this of like, it's just such a cool environment because we know that we all have this like commonality and like this thing that we can come back to, you know, if we have an issue or if we, you know, want to talk about something like surrounding faith or like surrounding anything kind of related to that. We know it's a safe space to talk about that at camp. Being in the setting we were in at like a Bible camp, I feel like it was a very supportive environment for like tough conversations and just like very vulnerable conversations. So like, even if that stemmed from like religious aspects of things to like life, just general life, like it was so open, like having like the prayer partners as staff, like that's so, it was so helpful. Like just like checking in with each other was like, unlike anything I've ever experienced at the other camp, it just wasn't as like mindful of you know, like the check-ins and like the morning meetings and meeting with the big group, meeting with like an age group afterwards. Like it was never that structured, which again, that doesn't have to do with just like being a Bible camp, but it also kind of had to do with like the differences in the camps. But I definitely felt a lot more comfortable to be vulnerable, a lot more comfortable to like question what I'm thinking, what others are thinking. Like there was just a really good space for that, which like wasn't at my first camp that I worked at. How was it going? You were on leadership staff, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How was it going from being a normal, I guess, normal counselor to being on the leadership staff? At- yeah. So that was like oh, such a big step for me because um, I actually wasn't planning at all on being on leadership staff. And then something kind of fell through and they called me up and they're like, hey, Jesse, like, we really see something in you. So we're wondering, it was like maybe April by this time. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to be, like, go on a couple wilderness trips, like, do this, this, this. Like, I had it in my head, like, what my summer is going to be like, which that almost never happens. But um, so they're like, yeah, like, we're looking for a trailblazer, uh, like, leadership staff. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I never worked with the trailblazers before. But they're like, we are so confident in your skill set and, like, your creativity. And we know, like, you could thrive in this. And it definitely took me a very long time to like admit to myself that like I could do it because like I know I could do it but I knew it would be really uncomfortable for me just because like after my first year at camp at Flathead like I kind of like established like what camp was and like okay I can do this like same thing next year and grow into the same thing but like for them to be like yeah like we see that you grew really well into this like this first role that you had, but we're ready to see you move forward. Like that was really hard for me to accept because I was like, oh my gosh, am I really ready for this? But like for them to see that, like the camp, it's like camp program directors to see that themselves. I was like, I have to do it. And so definitely like the biggest kind of transition was like figuring out how to be like an inclusive leader and to not like people be like, oh my gosh, is Jesse really telling us what to do? Like it was like this me wanting to like set like the boundary of like yes I'm your leadership staff but like also don't hate me for like telling you what to do like I want this to be like a very cohesive 
group of thoughts and like I can just be the person that carries out the ideas. And so like during leadership staff training, it was definitely like a matter of me finding my voice and like, you know, like talking about like different decisions or different ideas because that's just something I wasn't used to like as a camp counselor. Like, yes, we had a lot of space to like be creative with our cabin group. Um, but like when it came to large group things, like it was up to me and it was just like, oh my gosh, like I have so much independence and also my decisions are affected by like the smaller groups. And so it was just kind of like this big, like huge independence thing, but also like keeping in mind all the different groups, all the different campers. And also another thing I realized too, is like being on leadership staff, it's not, it's definitely not about your experience. It's so, so much about making everybody else's experience run smoothly. Even like the, the counselors, like I'm like, I want to make sure they feel supported. I want to make sure like the campers feel supported by their counselors because they, the counselors feel supported by me. And then, yeah, so that was just kind of a huge learning curve of like, yeah, like I understand that I might want to go do an activity with some campers, but like what needs to be happening is like, I need to be setting up this next activity for the day to keep running smoothly or like that kind of thing, which sometimes it did suck. Cause I'm like, I just want to like go on a canoe right now with some kids, but it's like, that's not always the case. <laughs> How did you grow in the first year versus the second year you worked there? I definitely think a lot of my first year, I was so excited myself to be at camp and to just like be at a camp where there was like mountains and just beautifulness around me every single day. And so a lot of it, like, I'm not gonna lie, like was an experience for me as much as it was for the kids. And I think something I was chasing after like the second summer was that same, like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, like for myself to be back and like to have these experiences like with my kids. And I'm like, these are a lot of like I statements, like me, 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 me. And it's like, I have to think about why I'm coming to camp and like that's when in the second year kind of it changed for me I'm like I'm so happy that I'm a person that is making an experience for everybody versus like just me and I definitely I did grow into that but I also at, at times like I took it way way too far where it was like I don't even like know who I am because I'm like I'm just a person that's like okay like I'll help you do this I'll help you do this I'll help you do this and I'm like oh my gosh like have I even done anything to like care for myself in the past like eight hours so it was definitely a growth point but also a point of like when you're going growing into something there are going to be some growing pains of like you're not going to be perfect at it as you're growing and so I definitely experienced that and like I've definitely like another thing about like being at camp that environment of like being vulnerable like I, I had a couple of staff like reach out and be like hey like I noticed you looked really worn down like do you need to talk about like how you're doing and stuff? And like, there were always people that would reach out and just be like, Hey, like, let's talk about it. And I'm like, thank you. Like I, it's, it's sometimes really hard to identify the flaws within yourself as you're like leading such a big group of people, because you just want the big group to function so well that you're like not thinking small and like all the way back to yourself, which like, if you're not taking care of yourself, then the whole group can't be, you know, functioning in the best way it can be so I'd say just a lot of self-awareness is what kind of happened within like the first year to the second year and just like being able to understand that yes I'm not you know like gonna be 100% all the time and I also like while I need to be thinking of myself and like my experiences it has to be like a balance of like also making sure I'm caring for the other people at this camp 
but caring for myself. So it was like a huge, that was a huge, huge growing point for me. So you mentioned community. How did like the camp community impact you when you worked there? Yes. Well, definitely like, you know, the vibe, like freaking camp. I like camp people are like another breed of like wonderful people that I just like, I wish every single person in this world was like (laughs) the camp community because I can just like, be I can just like randomly sing a song and like some person will join in or like I can just like make a weird noise and then somebody will like also make a weird noise with me like it's just it's such a safe space to be yourself and on a lot of settings like you don't feel so comfortable with being yourself because they're like okay this is like a professional setting like you just gotta like step on the brakes and it's like okay well yeah this is a professional setting too but like we know how to have fun and do our work so yeah, definitely. It's just like a very, it's like a, let's get some crap done, but also let's just have a lot of fun in the meantime. And also while you're doing that, when you're doing all this work together, when you're like talking about some hard conversations you've had with campers or like different campers that have, you know, affected your day or like just circumstances throughout your day, like being able to talk through that with people who like also relate to you helps you build like a really strong connection and it just makes experiences with those people so much better like I'm sure that you know like you can attest and like I can attest literally every single person at Flathead can attest to like the connections we've made even while we're off camp property like I live across the street from Sam and Kayla right now like that's crazy and like we you know like a couple people have transferred to colleges to like I mean in their own pursuits but like being able to be connected to them in that way and like going on trips back to Montana together and like it's just a really cool like we're all so drawn back to the feeling that we had together because it's such a cool connection that not a lot of people can experience beyond that camp setting I love it like I wish it could be at camp forever (laughs) and like it's really cool that we still have all those connections and like we can still foster that same feeling um just not at camp when you think of camp what's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, first thing that literally came to my mind is joy. Yeah, like the aspect of it being like very draining. What are some things that a lot of people do not know about being a counselor? Because I feel like a lot of what counselors talk about to like other people who aren't camp counselors, they just talk about like all the positives and like, oh my god, this is so fun. It's the best summer of my life. But also, you don't talk about like, like one break you get a day if you're either power napping or fueling yourself with five cups of coffee just to like finish the rest of the day or if you're having a conversation on the phone with your parents with that like short time in the day that you do have to yourself it's just kind of like those down times of like mentally checking in with yourself that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about because like there are times where like every single camp counselor has been like oh my gosh this cabin is exhausting me I don't know how to deal with this And, like, you don't have that much time to, like, completely just, like, recharge yourself for those times. Like, the negative. Like, it is definitely not talked about a lot. But when you're in a camp setting with, like, your other camp people, of course, that's always kind of like, hey, like, I'm having a tough week. But when you're talking to other people about it, like, what's being a camp counselor like? You don't really hear about that, which which I feel like you should. Because, like, with everything comes, you know, a little bit of stress in some sense so so tell me about your most difficult like cabin the first cabin that comes to mind it was a group of little girls and I think there were like eight or nine of them 
and one had oh my gosh one had bronchitis and one had she just had issues with like bedwetting and stuff and there was another one that just kind of was struggling with being homesick and not being able to be in her cabin with her sister so it's just all these like situational things that were so exhausting so um for example like every time we'd walk up to the amphitheater for worship so like um, it was like the dirt path that we had to go up. This poor girl would always like be coughing her lungs out and like I'd have to stop the whole entire group because like the dust would just inflame her lungs so much. And I remember her mom was like, no, yeah, she's totally fine. Like she has her inhaler if she needs it. And um, she has her like medication. She's just getting done with pneumonia. I'm like, okay, no, you were definitely not done with pneumonia. Like <laughs> because she would be having coughing attacks like every single day. And you just had to like, I said, like, watch her cough and, like, have her, like, breathe because, like, you can't really do much about pneumonia. And so that was a whole thing. And then also, one of the kids just, like, had really bad anxiety. So that was just, like, another – it was all of these different things that – all these kids needed different things, and they were all happen happening simultaneously. Yeah, it was a very exhausting week. And the girl who had uh, – did I say bronchitis? I don't know it was bronchitis or pneumonia. I honestly don't remember. But um, – we couldn't find her inhaler the whole week and it was on the last day we found her inhaler in her bag her mom didn't check it in and i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh like we could have avoided this so much but we just couldn't find the inhaler and all this stuff but yeah it was a crazy group of girls they were amazing though like obviously they were so much fun but just all the baggage that they brought like became baggage for me not that that's a bad thing but it was just like very overwhelming to deal with like, okay, so this girl, it needs to go sit down for a little bit. She's getting a little anxious. This one's having a coughing attack. This one's mad because she can't be with her sister. And then this one just like wet the bed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But something that I did do is like, if I was noticing that I was like really struggling with a cabin, that was like, hey, that's my opportunity to really make this a good week for them. And then seeing them successful in whatever I do for them, that will give me a sense of like, okay, like this is good. Like I did something good for these girls. And like seeing that, that makes me happy. So what I ended up doing to help them go to sleep because they were just like so either like stressed about this, 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 or this, I like made up a story and I was like, okay, like you pick out like one, one character we're gonna have in a story. You pick out the setting, you pick out this, 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 and this. And then I would just tell a story for like the whole week and at the end of the week, one of the characters, his name was Gerald the Pug. And um, Gerald, I decided, was going to come to camp, help them get to the hot cocoa station. Because, you know, like, the kids in the hot cocoa, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, we're having hot cocoa. Um, so I had them do a little scavenger hunt at the end of the week um, to get to the hot cocoa. I did the whole, like, thing where it's like, oh, we can't be in the, the dining hall right now. Like, it's after hours. And so we did the whole, like, spy rolling. And I was like, like make sure like nobody's around like we have to go find Gerald and get the hot cocoa and like that what is what made the whole stressful week so much better because all the little you know hiccups throughout the whole week they just all went away and I was just like this is great I kind of overcame this situation like I understood like yes I need to meet all these needs of these kids but right now like this is what we're doing this is the vibe and like it ended up being an incredible week besides all of those things yeah, so it, it was, like, my most difficult cabin, but it was also such a fun cabin. Like, I still always bring myself back to that.
kind of moment where I was like, okay, we're going to switch the week around. Like, I know this is a really stressful week, but I'm going to like, we're going to change. This is going to change. That's, that's really awesome. I like how you kind of brought in like an aspect of fun, secretive fun. Like, oh, we can't tell anyone. I've definitely done that before. <laughs> oh yeah. It's so funny. Cause like there'll be another cabin that's also like sneaking around and they're like, oh my gosh, like they're here too. And I'm like, yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> in trouble yeah what's like one of the weirdest things that you've done as a counselor being weird is so normal as counselors i would say honestly just half the things like the skits that we would do as leadership staff like i think if i were to say this out of context like hey yeah so for a skit i put a large vegetable can or like beef can like maybe it was like a big thing of chili but like a big can like this on my head and I put some cardboard that had like tin foil taped on it and I pretended to be a robot and I just like just like said really stupid things and like the vegetable can kept falling off my head like that is a moment of like complete like what what are you, what are you doing like <laughs> I, like what I don't know so just like half the things that we do for like skits and stuff I'm like, if you were to see this in any other setting, like, you would, they'd be like, what are you doing? Like, are you okay? But, like, in the setting of, like, me wearing, like, a big cardboard thing and, like, a big, like, can on my head, like, there are people laughing and having a good time. They're like, oh, yeah, that's robo nonconformo, duh. So, like, not necessarily weird in the setting of camp because I just feel like every situation that I'm being weird in camp I feel like it's normal like because being goofy is so normalized which is incredible but yeah I'd say out of context those kinds of things are what are just so wacky and are so fun <laughs> mm-hmm. so what are some of the things that you most enjoyed to do on your time off <laughs> oh my gosh well you know you can attest to this too but just waking up like okay even though you don't have that much time to recharge yourself after like a long week. My recharge was like, Hey, let's get up at 5am and go drive to Glacier National Park. And let's go peek something. I loved so like Friday night going out somewhere nice to eat for dinner, like probably Tamarack where there's like really good fish and like really good beer. And then going to bed, like at a decent time, waking up. Wait, also was it karaoke? Was it on Fridays or Saturdays? Um, I think both, but I think most people did it on Fridays. Yes. So either one of those days going, you know, to karaoke and just seeing everybody out of camp, but like still all hanging out together because duh. And then just being able to share those really, really cool experiences together. Like to say, it's like to remember the people that I peaked a mountain with, like for me, that was like a huge moment in my life. And to be like, wow, like I still talk, like I love the people that I was like hiking with and like sharing that experience with and just being able to have those moments with people that, you know, you just met that summer, but you feel already so close to them. It's just a really cool experience. But yeah, I would honestly say like the adventure part of it, like just being able to hike in such a cool area and, you know, having a good beer afterwards and just like having so much fun with each other, whether it be like you go back to camp and go sleep somewhere. Like you go somewhere random and go camp out somewhere. Like it was just always so fun to do that. And that's what I miss the most is like being able to do those things like at your disposal, like, Oh, let's drive like 45 minutes to the entrance of Glacier. Like, let's just do it. And like, uh, it was just such a perfect location and all that stuff. So what was one of your favorite cabins or groups? 
um and like why like what made it the best week i actually have a polaroid of the girls um of from my cabin that is my favorite cabin they're like literally right here it's so cute okay so they were my first middle school group i think it was like my second week and there was only like four or five of them and i just i don't know what it was but we just clicked all right away and they were like my little sisters and they were just so they taught me so much like during like bible studies like it was the first time i was like wow kids really have so much to teach us while we're teaching them like we're really just an aid of like hey like let let's get your minds working and then all of a sudden like they have all these really really cool thoughts and like we're giving them this space for like all this like curiosity of like just the bible and in life like a lot of the times when we would um have bible studies like we'd obviously be focused on the text, but then we would go into this really deep conversation about just life in general. And they would just have such good insights and they had such big hearts and were just so goofy. And yeah, they were incredible. And I remember the last, the last day when we were cleaning our cabins, that's when like, um, they had made my bed for me. I had to like go do some, I don't know what I was doing, but, um, so I came back in the cabin, they had like made my bed for me and then put my like backpack up and then I think as like they were saying goodbye or something. I'm not really sure how this worked because I remember they were gone when I came in and saw their little Polaroid on my backpack, but they had left a little Polaroid for me of their cute little faces. And I, that was the first time I like started crying of like leaving my campers. And it was just like a lot of like every single one of their parents came up to me and they're like, they said you were like the best counselor they've ever had. And they really had such a good time with you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that's what makes it so great. And that's what like makes you remember the campers is like, as much as they had a good experience, like they're the ones who make the camp counselor experience so worth it. And like, so worth coming back to like, I think like the reason I still have that Polaroid and that I have it up in my room is because like, they're a, remi a reminder of like, why I want to do the things I want to do now. That was the week for me where I was like, yeah, I love what I'm doing and I want to keep working with kids even when it's not in camp setting like I want to just like love on all these kids as much as I can and like that's what I want to do and so yeah that's what I would say about that <laughs> that is absolutely adorable and I love that story so much you went to camp growing up was there a counselor for you that was really influential in your life in some of the decisions that you've made yeah I mean the one that immediately comes to mind is um, her name was Kate and she was my counselor. Actually, she wasn't my counselor. I think she was like a program kind of lead or something. But I remember it was my first year at camp and I was like aggressively homesick. I was like, oh my God, get me the hell out of here. Like this place is like, I don't know what this place is. Get me out. And they were like trying to like make me feel happy by like taking me near the little puppies and like, you know, like just basically they were trying anything to make me feel better. Um, but like they, they had to take me out of my cabin like at night and um, I ended up sitting with Kate on the deck of our like dining hall area and she just like she made me feel so comfortable she was just like making all these jokes making me laugh making me giggle and she made me feel really comfortable to like continue to like keep going through the week at camp and like she literally like I considered her like my best friend like I was like oh my gosh I love Kate like Kate's the best and I remember she would always make announcements over the speaker and like I don't I don't even remember like what they would be but she'd like call my name over the speaker and I'd be like oh my gosh it's Kate like she makes me feel so cool and she like gave me a little nickname and she was just like the best counselor ever and I kept obviously 
that kept coming back. She kept working. And so it would always be so exciting to see her the next year and be like, oh my gosh, hi, Kate. And she'd always have that experience of like the first experience we had together, like tagged in her mind too. And like, obviously like she loved like the connection we made. I loved the connection she made or we made. So it's just this really cool relationship. And like, I still have her on Facebook and we'll, I don't know, like his memories pop up on Facebook, like we'll tag each other and be like, oh my gosh, like remember this, like blah, blah, blah. So it's just really cool to see, like knowing she known, like has known me as like a tiny little kid who is like four feet tall versus now where we're like both like grown ass women. It's really cool. <laughs> so yeah. And now you're someone's favorite counselor. Like I know. You have, you have the same, you made the same connection with some camper, like that's going to be yes. forever. Yeah, that's the coolest thing. That's, oh, that's incredible. Well, how have summers as a counselor influenced your life since we're kind of on that topic? They've definitely, just like being a camp counselor has like kind of like how I reference like the like great group of girls that I had that one week. It just influenced kind of where I want to take my life because I've realized what I really enjoy of like about kids and like the experiences, the different experiences that I enjoy the most with kids. And a lot of it is like being able to talk through them, talk with them about things that, you know, they might not have the space to do. Like, cause we've, I've had so many vulnerable conversations with kids of like how they're feeling, like their home life, like things that they might not be comfortable with saying to like their parents or their siblings or whatever. And so just like, I love being a safe space for kids and also like helping them grow into new skills and just like see how they develop after like, you know, first meeting them and seeing like their, you know, vulnerability to the camp situation versus the end and like seeing how they, how they blossom and like how all their skills are suddenly so seen. And so like what I want to do is like, I want to be like a counselor. I want to be a school counselor and potentially like a wilderness therapy thing so there's a lot of ideas of like just kind of like experiential learning with kids you know to meet the best version of themselves and give them the opportunity to do so um, because i've seen a lot of kids not thrive in the school setting which is like kind of why i want to go into a school setting so i can kind of be like hey like you can do this like i know you can and just being able to empower kids like i just think camp is such a cool way to empower kids and like yo you're incredible like you just went off that zip line like that is dope you just did something really incredible for yourself and like you're gonna remember that and you're gonna remember the strength you needed to do that and that's gonna that's within you all the time and like I want to be able to let kids know that all the time camp has helped me realize like where my passion lies with like what I want to do with kids and like what I want to do for the rest of my life and just kind of like giving me more ideas of like how I can make that my own because obviously like the outdoor aspect is so so cool and it's like having camp function in such a like outdoor oriented way like you can make anything like that and I feel like kids just thrive in like that very flexible setting versus like such a strict structured setting it's just kind of helped me realize like what I want to do what are some of like the lessons then that you've learned as a counselor that you're going to take with you through your life just being vulnerable and like being able to talk through things that I know like you know like flaws that I have or like just things that I might not want to say right out front but like you know having the space to do that and like 
having tough conversations with people that I might not want to have tough conversations with. The camp environment has just given me such a like great space to do that and like say, hey, like I'm actually like not doing well. Like I'm actually like I feel this, this and this and feeling like I'm safe to do that. Like it's definitely helped me kind of like self-regulate and have difficult conversations because I would always kind of put on the front and I still do this. Like I'm not saying I don't do this still, but always put on the front of like, I'm okay. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying inside. Like help me. Um, I definitely still do that. Like, especially like when my leadership staff self is like in that mode, I'm like, yeah, like, let's just do this big field game. Even though I like want to cry my eyes out because I'm really stressed out. <laughs> um, being vulnerable is probably my biggest thing because I am a, very much a person that's like, I'm totally a hundred percent good all the time. And it's like, no, you're not. You're lying to yourself. How have you grown in your faith during camp? Think, well, I think the way I viewed faith was very different in, I grew up, well, okay, I grew up Catholic, and then I, like, went to, like, a non-denominational church, and then I went to my campus ministry, which is, like, more Lutheran, so I never really had, like, the time I went into camp, I never really had, like, a distinct, like, I've been Lutheran my whole life, or I've been this my whole life, like, I just knew I believed in God, and, like, I was so open to, like, the theology of, like, the Lutheran faith, which I really vibe with, actually, and I'm really glad that I've experienced that but I think it's my faith has changed in a way where it's like very community oriented and I've never really had that experience um well I guess my campus ministry gave me a little bit of that but like when I was growing up I never really had a solid like um youth group or like people who wanted to talk about the bible like they wanted to be like let's pick apart this reading and see what it means what's the context what's like, what are they actually trying to say? Like, we know this is like a, like a, it's like literature, like it's like poetry. Like you have to decode what it's trying to say. Like, it's not necessarily literal. It's like what, like they're trying to convey through this story for all of us. And so I think it was a lot of like how it changed was, like I said, community oriented and like just discussion based faith where like we could question things and it was good to question things. Yeah, just not like being like, yeah, this is what it is. But it's like, oh yeah, this this is what, like we talk about what it is, but like, what is it actually? So just kind of digging deeper into like what we've always believed and kind of going a little further with it. Um, but definitely like there are, there were definitely times where I was just kind of like, yeah, this is what it is. Like, I'm just gonna go through the motions real quick. Also prayer life was super different because like, you know, we had our prayer partners and like, praying out loud for people and just just that really active community part of thinking about others while in prayer, like praying out loud for them, um, doing all that kind of thing was definitely just something I was not used to. And it's just empowered me to do that. Like when I'm back home and like, you know, I'm in that setting again where I would never really have like a youth group or like a community setting like that. Like I feel so comfortable like if I need to go pray out loud to somebody or like if we like if we have a prayer at a dinner table or something like camp has definitely changed that for me and just like the whole conversational aspect of like let's just talk about the bible real quick like let's talk about religion like what does that actually mean like who was Jesus like what context was he living in that kind of thing because like a lot of people don't talk about that um just like the fact of like the Bible is has like a really white perspective and it's like that's not what it was at all like it really wasn't so just having those conversations of like let's rewire like how we've like you know been conditioned to learn about this and so it kind of started with camp and like my campus ministry. What are some of the like benefits and drawbacks of working at camp versus maybe a traditional internship or a traditional job? 
Yes. Well, number one, because I'm experiencing the downfalls of it currently with student loans, um, is we don't get paid a lot, uh, <laughs> which kind of sucks. Um, but honestly, I weigh it. Okay, so I had my first year not doing camp stuff, like for a summer, like this year. And it was the worst, like, I, my mental health was so bad. Yes, I was making money, but I was going home and just like sleeping, doing like going through the motions. I was, no, it was bad. And I look at if I were to be, ha like, if I were to have done that, like all the years of my college career, I would say no. Like that's, I would, I wouldn't have traded camp for the world. I'm not trying to downplay internships, but I feel like what you get at camp is an internship and more. Like you're not only learning leadership skills or conversational skills, just like all these like really like incredible things. Like whenever I'm at a job interview, I always talk about camp. I always talk about camp, like literally all the time. It's so easy. Like, and I'm sure you can relate. Like there's just so many situations that you've dealt with as a camp counselor that it's like, you know, like if somebody asks a question about like, Hey, in a work environment, if like, there's a, you know, like a little, a little tiff, like how would you deal with it? And then I'd be like, well, um, at camp, like, blah, 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 like, I literally, <laughs> in one of my interviews, I'm like, I'm sorry I keep talking about camp so much, but, like, it's just a very, like, salient, like, thing in my life that I know is, you know, like, it's just has a lot of good experiences, so definitely, I would say the only thing that, the only drawback of camp is money, and my mentality around that is, like, if you are trading money for happiness, mm, like, like, I get it, like, like, there's a whole thing with, like, you know, being able to afford things, and, like, it's a very privileged statement to say, like, oh, yeah, choose happiness over money, because some people, you know, they have to choose the thing that is going to provide them with, like, the most money, the most um, stability and stuff, but, like, if you have the opportunity to go after something that you know will bring you joy, it won't necessarily bring you, like, a huge paycheck where you can get, like, a freaking yacht, <laughs> like, but if you know it's going to bring you joy and it's going to fill your cup, like, do it. And that's kind of my whole mentality around my life. And like, I know that with that, there's going to come a lot of struggle and like financial struggle. But at the end of the day, I'd rather be really, really joyful about what I'm doing versus just like waiting for a paycheck to come in. Because like, like I said, this summer I experienced that and I really, really was not well. And like, I made a lifestyle change of like moving back to my college town to do a job that I know I love. And that's kind of like how I frame my whole mentality of things. And like, if you, if I really want to think about it, like camp has given me that mentality because I know how I feel in that setting. And like, I know that I thrive in that setting. So like, why would I rid myself of something like that? same thing or that same feeling. So if someone was considering being a camp counselor, what would you tell them? To I would say, honestly, if you are a young adult and you, you know, you have a summer to spare, like do it. I just feel like in your early 20s or your college years or your high school years, I think it's a great time to do something that like, yes, again, not financially the best idea, but you know, it'll give you a great experience. I'd say 100% do it because you're going to meet really great people. You're going to fall in love with the kids that you work with. You're going to fall in love with whatever you're doing at camp and it'll just be, oh my gosh, just, it's the greatest experience ever. So yes, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> and how was it going from camp life back to like normal life? That's always the worst part. Um, I'm really bad with like uh, transitioning from, you know, camp life to 
let's go back to school or let's whatever, go back to work and kind of do like the monotony all over again. Um, because camp is like as much as like, well, you do a lot of work there and like, you know, it, it does suck sometimes, but it's still like, I know Connor Bates is always like camps that has that like magic, you know, it's that camp magic. And I'm like, yeah, honestly, it's that camp magic. Like it's a very structured environment, but it's a very freeing environment and you just feel so at home and so yourself that it's really hard to go back to a place where there isn't that structure. There aren't those like people that, you know, have the same mindset as you, the same experiences as you. And all of a sudden you're like in this like suburban world where you're like, Oh my gosh, this, uh, like I was just sleeping in a hammock two nights ago like and now I'm in my bed again and going into a really crowded store and like it's just yeah that was always a struggle is realizing that the real world is still out there like I wish camp world could be the real world but I mean it is but when you're in camp it's it's just like a nice little beautiful bubble do camp if you can Camp is glorious. That's, that's all I gotta say. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Confessions of a Camp Counselor. Tune in next time to hear some more insights of what it's like.